Hey, how's it going? This is Josh from Books by Josh, and I want to welcome you to episode number 14 of the Books by Josh show. And today, once again, I'm joined by... Dimitri from 24 Hours Inside. So, today's podcast is inspired by today's iPhone announcement. So, we're talking about innovation and about going above and beyond to perform your job duties. So, let's begin. Innovation. Apple used to be the king of innovation. This iPhone, to me... Nothing innovation, innovative about it. I, it's not innovative. I think they just found a system that works. Kind of how Adam Sandler found his every movie in Netflix is shit, but he found a way to make his movies exactly the same. But he makes X amount of money, and Netflix keeps buying it. So Apple's innovation isn't recreating anything new. They're literally like, okay, we'll add a better camera, we'll increase it, we'll charge you two hundred dollars or more. While for them, honestly, probably. It's like, what, $5 worth of parts yeah. additional? So what you're saying is you don't think that they don't have to innovate anymore because their name is a household name already. No, I'm saying the reason why I don't buy new phones is because I don't feel like it's that brand of a new... I don't think it's that new of an improvement. I don't feel like I'm going to spend $1,000 something new with my phone that I already spent. Six, $800, can do the same thing but at a little slower speed. What's the point? Because... The whole point of innovation, at least, like, every six to eight months, they come up with something better. So why would you waste so much money on something that's only relatively better? It's true. Me, I like being on the cutting edge of technology because I'm on it every single day. And for me, a big portion of innovation is battery life, and nobody's innovated. That no phone lasts me more than two hours. Yeah, because as they put better parts, the battery uses more energy and it's everything becomes slower like after what two weeks of any new phone your battery becomes two three hours which is incredibly bad yeah like me i'm always on my phone checking emails running multiple things web browser even web browsing on the train 20 minute train ride i'm down 10 percent because Same. i'm doing research it's create like a wi-fi booster no like right now they brought wireless charge into the phone so that's going to be more mainstream Wireless charging has been there before. Yeah. Apple, I think Apple is like, oh, you know what? It's been there six months. It's proven. We'll put it in our phone now. And we'll take off something else. But we'll charge you extra to bring back that something else. It's been around since 2012. The Nuts 4 had it. Shit, so, wow. Yeah, it's been around for a while. That wireless charging. The S4 had an adapter that you can use it in it. Mm. That Samsung left open. You could buy like a $10 adapter yeah. and it made it wireless. So, same thing, S5 and all these phones, but Apple, just the innovation is just taking pre-existing things. But in businesses now, if you don't innovate, you, you die. You die. What's keeping Best Buy open right now, honestly? The people who work in it. <laughs> it's hard to say. I, have, uh, I haven't been in Best Buy in over four years. And Where do you buy all your stuff from? Online. Exactly. Because Best Buy, you gotta go to the store and then wait for them to deliver it, or you gotta pick it up in the store while online and just have it shipped to you directly. I I don't think he wants to even buy anything in Best Buy anymore, because I mean, best case back then, I don't mean some people still do is you go to the store, you see what it is, and you buy it online. That's been the case for the last four or five years. Yeah. So most stores are going out of business because there's no point in them. But you want to know something funny? Best Buy, I don't even shop on BestBuy.com. I prefer going eBay 
eBay.com is searching through eBay because Best Buy sells on eBay sometimes cheaper than their Best Buy.com site. Yeah. What's the point? Same thing Wayfair, Sears, yep. Home Depot. They're all selling through eBay at cheaper than even Target. Yeah. At cheaper than what you buy on their own site. Yeah. So amazing. It's not even like they have good deals anymore. These companies don't offer you anything exceptional that you can get somewhere else. You can sell on eBay itself at a cheaper rate. Exactly. So my whole thing is this. They're not innovating anymore. I used to work for Circuit City. There's no more Circuit City nowadays. These yeah. young kids never know what Circuit City is, the Wiz, Sharper Image. But I used to work there, and guess what? It went out of business because they didn't innovate. And there's a lot of companies today that are still not innovating. I think innovation in a way recently, at least maybe outside of Best Buy, is bringing back something old, changing it a bit, and make calling it new. Which is, I guess, it is innovation in a sense. And it's smart, and like, I was talking to Josh earlier to this, like, trying to come up with an idea for a product or something like that. Um, innovations, <laughs> you can literally spend hours, weeks, months, years of thinking of a great product. And then sometimes, like, a frustration, frustrated day, you come up with a good idea of a product. So innovation is spur of the moment kind of thing, I think, for the most part. But think about even that book that we're both reading, Inventor, yeah. Sally, whatever. Yeah. How... The person went to that expo and they saw that baby changing station, whatever. Mm. The same idea, different mm. colors from like eight different people. Yeah. Who never thought that somebody else had the same idea. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> all from the same area too. Yeah. It was all from the same town. Just things like that, that makes you question things. But there are companies like Walmart mm. who just have so much influence, uh, buying power of buying lower than anybody else. That can offer such great deals like Amazon. Yeah. But they're not in. No, Amazon's innovative in the sense that. Like you we know, talked about last time with the store. You yeah. go and you just take whatever and that's it. I just feel like it's easy to innovate when you have so many people working for you. I'm thinking more like in the sense of being an inventor innovator. When you're just one person trying to come up with ideas, it's relatively hard because you have limited knowledge or it's based on what your daily tasks are and what your influence is around you while well, as opposed to big companies like amazon walmart you have thousands of employees working for you everyone's in a different field everyone experiences something different so everyone brings a different idea to the game yeah. so it's easier to innovate when you're a giant company than when you also have millions billions of dollars of research and development yep. where you can spend it on anything like hey we lost some money we didn't really lose money we make money over time so it's but you could say like apple how it started out and Apple Microsoft. is amazing yeah. at and Microsoft what it is. too. Yeah. They all start out from ideas and they change the game. But that's the thing. I feel like Apple and some of these companies have not really been innovating. Like there was this one phone I remember, like maybe a couple of years ago, where it was innovation. You could add different parts. You can build your own phone. Yeah, that's innovation because you can take parts off. You can put parts in. That's Lego phone. Yeah. That is innovation. Google bought it and just that out. Yeah, exactly. Because that's a, it's competition. That is innovation. That is something different that no one does. All these other big companies, in my opinion, and that's just, I guess, Samsung and I, Apple, because that's the only ones I really know about, main, the main ones, they're all just recreating something they have and just adding a little bit better. Hey, a better battery, better camera, faster speed. But that's not really innovating. You're just increasing the tech, right? I'm sure someone with an engineering degree can do that themselves. They can open up a phone, hack it, and do it yeah. themselves. But they can't sell it for whatever amount of reason because any other big company yeah. will buy them out or close them or put them in millions of dollars of losses. Exactly. Like, now the big thing is 
augmented reality, like how Pokemon Go is, yep. and you can see Pokemon in real world. Yeah. That's augmented reality, and that's one of the big selling features on the new iPhone. It's this augmented reality that's been around since Pokemon Go and before that on the previous game and also Google's Project Tango, which in real world usage can be beneficiary, such as in some of the Lenovo phones that do Project Tango, you can actually take dimensions of a room from the camera. So instead of measure, measuring out the room with a tape measure, your phone does it for you. Yeah. And now they have, there's a commercial that they you upload like a selfie, mm. And the machine learning will tell you what size shirt to get, and it'll be perfectly tailored for you from the augmented reality. So that's the way they're sort of innovating now. That's why. Because we already have virtual reality. Yeah. It's fun and stuff. Like I said, I've used it. Virtual reality, the only issue is that you can't use it for a long time. It hurts your eyes. Yeah. It's like 3D. Yeah. It's nice to have, but not every day. This augmented reality is going to be the same thing, though. It's not something that everybody's going to use every day. Like, Apple demonstrated they had, uh, at the end of the commercial, they were playing basketball and there was mm. a T-Rex, mm. like, there with them, you know? Yeah. It's augmented reality, so it makes it seem, but it's like, eh. You know what's funny? What's up? I guess, like you said yourself, augmented reality's been out for a while. I remember, I think three years ago, I heard of augmented reality being used in school projects. And... It's been out there already. I mean, it, I think the first kind came out with the Xbox, the Xbox camera. You could use augmented oh, yeah, reality. The thing. Yeah, connect. Thank you. You could use augmented reality back then. So it, they even have like storybooks with augmented reality, which is genius. So there's different uses for it. Oh, yeah, I remember the storybook exactly which one too. Yeah. But that's the whole thing. Like that is innovation. That is, but it's like I don't think it's something that's going to catch on. It's like 3D TVs. 3D TVs, I own No, the issue with 3D TVs is you got to put something on yourself yeah. to make it 3D. Augmented reality is the opposite. Augmented reality is 3D without putting on glasses. That's but the you difference. need to hold like the phone and stuff no, like that. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't? No. With the iPhone. No, if you think about augmented TV, that the whole point is that you're not yeah. holding a phone. It's bringing 3D to you without the yeah, glasses, like, which like is the, the 3DS, next step. Like stereoscopic 3D without... That's how the 3DS is. Yeah. With the layer. But it looks shitty for the most part. But yeah, exactly. But that is augmented reality. Yeah. And people will be using that forever. You've been at the world, of course. You, why would you not want to have a 4D experience, the surround sound, and augmented reality feels if you're there? Of course. Same with video games. That's where it's been going. That's why the whole uh, Oculus Rift thing is putting you inside the video game. But if you bring it outside, that's even better, right? You're yeah. playing it in your room. That's what all the manga is about, augmented yeah, reality, you get inside of a virtual world. Uh, I was going to say, like Microsoft... It's like the Google Glasses. You know? Yeah. That was augmented type reality. Yeah. Like the lens right there, you could see everything. That's the way it's moving forward. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be around for like another more, 10 more years. Like Microsoft did a whole big thing. It's like the Tony Stark, how he has all the screens. Yeah. That kind of thing. Well, they say the way it was going is you put in a contact lens and you can just do everything with it through your eye. Yeah. Which, yeah, I believe that. I still think it's 10, 15 years. No, it's far in the future. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. But that's something that's innovation. But at the level where now, I don't see anything big happening in technology. At least not something that's known to the public. No, like these two lenses is nice. It's supposed to give you the optical zoom, stuff like that. Make it like a DSLR, but it's still not on the same capabilities of a DSLR. Until they can harness the picture of human eye. 
than what we can see with our eye, I don't. I think cameras are far from it, especially phone cameras. No, that's the whole thing. Like film is still better than digital. Yeah. Film, if you were to blow up film to the day, it's still better than 40, 60 megapixel cameras that are out now. Yeah. Because film basically sees what your eye sees. Yeah. And that's why it was used for over 100 years. Yeah. And people still use film to this day. Yeah. And it looks way better, in my opinion. That's, I shoot yeah. film and I shoot digital. Yeah. So the question now is going above and beyond in the job. Yeah. How much is that too much? And you already know my situation much. before we talk. Doing anything is too much. No, so say like in my situation where I'm working right now that I hate. Yeah. My I'm assistant manager of sales. Mm. Meaning, if you listen to the, you read my description, right? Yeah. I gave you the printout. Yeah. I'm to oversee personnel and manage sales, bring yeah. up revenue stuff like that. There's no reason I should be lifting a hundred pounds by myself without no. back brace, no. doing repossessions. Doing bill collections, doing deliveries and service calls. Like Agreed. a computer, I had no problem signing up that computer. Yeah. The washing machine, I had to move a washing machine with a full load and water inside, in a tight space that I couldn't even get my arm to fit it. Yeah. So that's saying too much. That's a complicated question because, in your regard, I'm pretty sure they have a line saying, "and whatever else comes with it." Or something along those lines, where like, or oh, whatever else is required, or audit. Like for instance, for my job, it's like an audit queries, which basically means anything they ask. That's literally what it means. So, it's not part of your job requirement. And the idea is that, unfortunately, if you want to get a promotion somewhere down the road, which again might never happen, or it's just what we've been imprinted with, you have to do extra work. For instance, um, uh, for my job, they want me to take care of another client. They should join in. I, of course, I could say no. I mean, I can't. I, I could. The word I could say no, but then it would look bad at me, and that would hinder me. To like, how dare you say no? Kind of attitude they would have. Like, well, you're not doing anything today. Why don't you just do that? Kind of attitude that makes you feel bad, so you have to say yes. Which is kind of what is your situation. It's not really going above and beyond. It's that jobs don't give you an option to say no in most regard. So this is, you're basically doing whatever you can to still get paid long term because you're like, you say no today, okay. You say no next week, okay. The week after, they're going to fire you because yep. you're being insubordinate or you're not helping the group because you're not a team player. That's what they're going to use. That's the exact words they're yep. going to use. You're not a team player. You're not helping out your teammates when they're busy, which is always the situation. Yeah, which is always the situation. That's why, I mean... Ideally, like when me and Josh were talking about it before, like we want to get into business for myself, for ourselves. Like Josh is already doing business for himself, kind of this, you know, the ventures we're trying to get into. And in that part, you're going to wear multiple hats, but also the fact that you're wearing multiple hats is all the profits for you. Yeah. So the fact is like, yeah, you're going to go the extra effort of moving the machine or setting it up something or carrying the stuff yeah. because you know at the end of the day, that's money goes into you. So you're going to put in more effort and you have no problem going extra yeah, exactly. effort because that is going outstanding performance to satisfy a client. But in this regard, you're just a paid hand. So am I. I mean, any yeah. job, you're literally a paid hand. I mean, unless you're a business partner, you're a paid hand. You're still, you're still a paid hand. Unless you own a percentage of the company, yeah. you're a paid hand who's doing work for somebody else. Which is why a lot of people are trying to build business for themselves, no matter what it is. Even 
simple as driving selling, for Uber. Not even that. No, selling water on the street. On the street, exactly. Or selling oranges on the street. It's as simple as that. It's maybe very small margin. Maybe it's twenty, thirty dollars at the end of the day after eight, ten hours worth of work. But you're still doing it for yourself. You have no one. You to, make your own hours. You exactly. do everything yourself. And that, and that's where you can choose to go over and above. And that's where literally is going over and above. But right now, it's not going over and above what we're doing. It's being forced to do what we don't want to do to maintain our way of life. To maintain our way of life yeah. by being by being paid. So funny that you mentioned the whole thing about selling water and orange and stuff like that. I think that's why Uber's been so successful because they give you. Set your own hours, you know, be your own boss kind of thing for driving for them, you know? Yes. I've also, uh, recently I took a Get Home or whatever it's Lyft. called, Juno. No, it's oh. called Juno now. Get got acquired by Juno. Uh, basically, so Uber, Lyft, and Juno take different percentages. The driver told me was, I think, Juno takes, uh, Lyft takes, uh, Uber takes 30%, Lyft takes 15%, and Juno takes 10%. But the difference between those three is how they treat the drivers themselves. I mean, everyone's on doesn't work for the company officially. That's true. Yeah, the W nine. Yeah, but they get something like, for instance, if you argue, but okay, Juno to be qualified to be Juno drivers have a four point eight rating with over a hundred drives. That's extremely hard to get, yeah. in my opinion, first of all. And then, let's say uh, the person you were driving they vomit in your car. Juno will take both parties into regard. Yeah. But in this case, again, this is just one situation. Mm -hmm. Not saying it's for everyone. Somebody bombing the guy's car when he was an Uber driver. I'm like, ah, eh, that's not a big issue. You can clear it yourself. We're not paying you for that. So it's just the way companies treat people themselves. And that's, again, the way yeah. the companies you. He, he had choices of creating his own schedule. And he yeah. said, hey, Uber doesn't treat me right. Let me go somewhere else where they could treat me right. And that's what the job market is. Except for when you work for yourself or kind of working for yourself in this regard, you have more choices. Opposed to most jobs, it's you apply for a job. Maybe three, four months, you get a call. You go to two, three interviews. Within a month, you get hired. You have three-month learning yeah. basis. At that point, you've invested a year of your life. A year of your life. And that's why most of us are hesitant to say no. Like, for you, you, yeah. you're thinking of quitting. Because you you haven't been doing this for a while. You haven't been beating on your back. Saying, hey, do that shit for me. Do that shit for me. Yeah, it's like I take a management position. And then you do manual labor. I'm doing manual labor. It's okay. But give me the tools necessary. Give me help. Don't expect me to do everything. Well, at least not even let you do more of the management job yeah. and less manual labor. Your job is management. You're not supposed to be 80% carrying stuff and 20% management or whatever. I'm not even 10%, not even 1%. Yeah. You're not really doing what you signed yeah. up for. And at this point, I mean, you've only invested a week's worth of time. Most people yeah. invested six, eight months. And some people don't have a choice. They need to work. Yeah, exactly. We don't have bills to pay, but still. Yeah. You That's know why companies overwork you. Because you have no choice. Yeah. That's where the whole point of knowing your time, but then at a certain point, you have just lack of choice, unfortunately. Exactly. It's like, I'm not even supposed to be working because I'm still supposed to be in training. They took me out of training. I'm supposed to be in training for the first four weeks. I took out of training after four days. Technically, three days of training. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well. But the whole thing is for your, that guy with Juno. Yeah. He loses so much clientele, though, being on Juno. I never even heard of Juno. Well, it's Get called Juno. Juno is an app. Yeah, I agree with you. Juno yeah. is an app we have to get invited to go. But it also shows that he's, yes, he has less clients, but his clients, he has more coverage for it. 
for himself. Yeah. Which and let's say maybe he makes two hundred dollars less, but if he has a an ish liability, he gets covered for liability. Yeah. So there's a pros and cons. No, of course. Like I said, I use Uber because I go through Google Maps. Simple, you know. Yeah, I just open a map. No, I go to the map, you know, and it's well, like actually, book yeah, Because Uber. only Uber and Lyft is in Google Maps. That's the issue. Yeah. Gets not on Uber, uh, Google Maps. I don't even have a Lyft account. I created one long time ago. Like, I use Uber for Uber Eats, stuff like that, you know? That's why I'm saying innovation. They took delivery. Oh, these people don't deliver? You know what? Let's have people deliver for them. There's also, example, if you speaking about Uber, innovation. Uh, Uber now has an option where you can order Taco Bell through them. Literally, serious option. Look it up. You guys don't believe me. All the drivers hate it for the obvious reason because they gets the car messy. They don't drivers don't get paid extra for going there. No. They're going out of the way, they're wasting extra miles. Cleaning bill for the car just because Uber's trying to innovate be different. That's not innovation, man. I'm sorry. That's adding a feature that it's a gimmick. That's the go. Thank you. That's the word. It's a gimmick. Innovation and gimmick sometimes can be so close entwined. Like I think like Apple. Um, besides augmented reality, which I didn't know before, I think it's a gimmick. Better camera, okay. Fast processor, okay. Thousand dollars for that? When for four hundred dollars less, you can have maybe a little bit slower. No, no. And they took away the home button and the fingerprint because it's now unlocked your face. Yeah, because the whole point now is like we give you more of the screen. I don't feel like Apple's innovated. Apple used to innovate, in my opinion, a long time ago. I feel like Apple's now just following other companies. Like it's Samsung? following Samsung, yeah. <laughs> it's following other companies. Apple is just like, you know what? We're a name brand. We can charge you more for that. And we say we do it better. But in my opinion, I don't think they do. No. It's just the mentality. Yeah, exactly. It's just a brand. Like, today, I was actually looking at getting the AirPods because I want a Bluetooth earphones that are minimalistic. Yeah. But I'll ring the review, they're great, but yeah. then I read about the sound quality, which to me means a lot. Since I have high end headphones and all that. And it's the same sound quality as the thirty dollar headphones. Exactly. It's like why would I spend a hundred sixty dollars? But that's what that's what branding is, man. Yeah. Same thing like for instance, um they had this thing about Supreme, you know, Supreme T shirts like yeah. fifty dollars. They sold that in Walmart for eight dollars. Same exact same word Supreme yeah. on it. Same brand. Yeah. <laughs> the first place sells it. You know, it's like me. Unless, like, certain things I buy expensive, like belts. Because the belt, the leather, the belt's better quality. Quality is different from brand. That's why I like to buy brandless items if I can. My wallet, we know it's a Louis Vuitton wallet. And the quality's great. You know, it's going to last 20 years. Like me. Yeah, but I agree with you in that regard. But I also feel, I think mine was $20. It lasted for three years. I can buy other ones to be $20 again. I'm sure we just find yours. $400, let's say $200. Let's just say... Let's say you bought it in real life. You say you you bought the real one or like not, no, it's not, not real. Not, yeah, not I bought from the store for the one I have five fifty. Okay, five fifty. I would go through thirty wallets before you reach the same threshold. Yeah, and honestly, I don't think thirty wallets is more wallets that I will have in my lifetime. No, of course. And I'm not trying to because I live a life where I'm not trying to impress anyone. I'm not saying you are. Some no, people do no. certain aspects like it. I mean, it's impressive. Someone's like wearing a nice shirt when you go out. Whatever. Yeah. I just don't care. No, of course. So that's why I don't spend anything on things I don't see any value. Like, I buy things that have practical use. If it just looks better to me, I'm not going to spend five times. I might spend twice it, but I'm not going to spend three to four or five times something an item. I just feel like it's... No, like, you saw how much I spent on a couple shirts today. I could go to a store for one polo shirt. If I get a Ralph Lauren polo, if I don't go Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Mm -hmm. or 
Century 21 for it, I'm spending $9 for one polo shirt. Same with Excess. I mean, $50, well, I guess yours is more, $50 for a dress shirt. I wore it three times. It's okay quality. It looks mm. nice. It's not like you're buying Versace, stuff like that, yeah. you know? You're buying the low-end stuff, you know? You just buy something neat that you need to use, man. Yeah. I mean, I say if you're buying a shirt to go out to impress someone, sure. But if you're buying a shirt just to work because you need to buy, have a, wear a dress shirt to work, I'm sorry, I'm not spending eighty dollars on a dress shirt. No. I am, I'm not getting a race for, wear, for looking nice. No, I'm just looking appropriate enough to do your job. Yeah, do my job and work. Yeah, do my job exactly. But that's the whole thing. Like you saw how much I spent on a shirt. I could pay more for a shirt, but why? For the price of one decent shirt, a loud, yeah. I could four four. Yeah. Regular brand. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Mind you, I bought everything online. Once again. Same. I can't go to a store. Actually, no. I, I go to a store if it's near me, but I don't go out of a way for a store. Okay, even like food. If I'm at home, I'd rather do Uber Eats, get the stuff delivered, or I'm, seamless. I'm too cheap for Uber Eats. I don't know. Actually, okay. I don't have to use Uber Eats. But there's restaurants near you. You know, there's stuff by you. Yeah. Me, there's nothing. Yeah. If I have to go things, I have to take a train yeah. to the city, basically. Yeah. Or take a train, like, two stops, then take a bus. Yeah. Like, if I want Taco Bell, let's just say Taco Bell, yeah, right? Taco Bell is delivered. It does? Uber Eats? No. Oh, I, you said Uber Eats. I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's say McDonald's, right? Sure. If I want to go to McDonald's, I have to walk 25 blocks hmm. or take a train and walk 10 blocks or walk or take a train to the city, then basically. That's It comes down to how much do you value your money versus what you do. You, does, do you need it or do you want it? Yeah, thank you. That's the word. Do you need it or do you want it? That's what life comes down to for the most part. Yeah. Do you need it or do you want it? Do you need that new watch or do you just want it? Do you need to spend? <laughs> at that time, you will look at your watch. That's funny. Yeah, know. <laughs> it's like, do you need to spend? I mean, unfortunately, I spent so much money on food. Tonight, I might have to get sushi because I'm lazy for no reason. I don't know what I'm going to eat tonight. So it's going to be another $40 to spend lunch. On dinner, I'm sorry. Yeah. Not the best decision. <laughs> I'm just lazy. And it's not even that great, man. It's not. Oh, there's a sushi by my job. I want to try it, but it's like in the hood. And sushi in the hood, near no water. I'm like, how good can it be? How much is the California roll? I don't know. I didn't check the prices. See, the way I check is the price of the basic rolls. California and Boston. 825 should be. Well, California should be 250 at most. I thought California. How many pieces in your California? It's eight, dude. It's crimey and avocado. It's California roll is. You want me to just take I a picture say, of the menu? I want to say yes. I want to tell you it's the most basic of rolls. If they're char most okay, place in the city here, California charges seven fifty for that shit. That's what I'm thinking. I can of, get yeah, that back home two fifty, and it's garbage. California is bottom tier of all rolls. To be fair, I just get like cannoli and cheese or eel or tuna. Eel's more expensive. Eel avocado. I well, the cheap that. place three fifty. Yeah. More other place will probably charge you six to seven dollars. City, eight ten dollars. That's what I'm saying. There's no way. By the way, guys, the city we mean Manhattan, not New York City. We live in New York City. We just hate Manhattan prices. Oh, sorry, we don't know about New. I don't know about outside New York City. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Um, it's fake crap, man. Your fake crab is the same as other person's fake crab. Your fake crab is not worth five dollars more from your fake crab. What about real crab, Rose? That's that's the thing with special rolls. They it's around $12, 15 dollars. Some of the city go for 20. 20, 25. I, I mean, know. they probably use better quality. They have other stuff, but that's different. Special roll, that's a gray area, but basic roll, a California Boston roll, where it goes as cheap as 250 to $10 in the city, you're in a margin. You make your own decision. All right, so speak about sushi. 
Groupon that's innovating for the food industry. My opinion, yeah. What about that company you said, the Meal, whatever it's called? Uh, Meal Pal, yeah. Meal Pal. Innovation or no? Yes, it's, it's genius. So we're not sponsored by Meal Pal or anything of these companies. We just talk about Meal Pal. We'd love to, though. Or just get free meal for now. Yeah. Uh, I, t- I talked about it last time. Meal Pal basically is you pick up your own food. They have like X amount, let's say 80 restaurants in your zip code. You can pick a restaurant. They have a certain dish available for that one restaurant. You can pick whatever you want. Pick it up between 12 to 3 in the p.m. 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. for lunch, basically. And it's $4. $4 for a meal. Most the issue, again, I'm, I work in the city. So most, let's say cheapest meal, $10. So even if my meal's half of that, $4, half the price of a meal. I'm sorry. That's it's simple math. First of all, me being me, I don't find meals for $10. Like Chinese food in other boroughs, thirteen dollars in the city, eighteen dollars for what I get. You know, yeah. like a nice platter and like cheese fry wonton. Yeah, I get shit. A lot of stuff too. Yeah, twenty dollars Chinese. In the city, but in the no, in Brooklyn. Uh, I mean Queens, I still it's about twenty dollars in food. Yeah, but say if I get in the city, it was like thirty, yeah. forty dollars. Yeah, absolutely. But lunch special, you know, you get cheaper. But that's the whole thing. So things like that innovate, but. It costs the business so much. They're losing so much, hoping that the people come back and do business outside of that meal plan. Yes. Same thing it, with Groupon. It, yeah, that's it's publicity. They take a hit. As advertising yeah. revenue. They take a, I think more overall they take a hit. All right, so all the Groupon you've gone to, right? Mm. Outside of Groupon, do you go to any of them? Like the sushi places we go, no, the buffet. It's but to be fair, they overpriced me in the first place. Okay, like prime example. How much is the buffets without the Groupon about? Um, difference is eight dollars. Is it worth the eight dollar difference though? If I well, if I went every month, once a month, let's say. You know what? Sure. Really, like some of these Groupons, like okay, CrossFit Groupon, right? That's different. That's okay. I love CrossFit. It's about three hundred, three hundred, three fifty dollars a month. Groupon, $80 a month. They're still paying the trainers. I mean, they still have people coming. And it's, yes, it's a hit to them. But I feel like it's so overvalued that it's irrelevant. It's only one month. And people still, it's kind of a cult, which I kind of fell into. I, I, I do love it because I think it's great. It's, it's small amount classes. They're really on to you and they help you and all of that. Yes, people do join. It makes sense. So, yeah, maybe for every 10 people, one person joins. Every four people, that's still money. They make... And then the people that drop out, they don't have to really worry about them. They already got the money. Yeah. So, we're going to wrap it up there, guys. If you enjoyed it, feel free to subscribe. Find out how to leave a comment for Dimitri's sake. Yes, please. <laughs> I don't say why you can't leave comments on podcasts. You can't. That's not how it works. I'll put up a YouTube video of this episode. It should and let be people do comment. comments. But other than that, guys... How do you know if you liked it? Just because you viewed it doesn't mean you liked it. That's true. Maybe you were bored. Reach out to us on booksbyjosh.com. Yes. Contact us. Booksbyjosh.com slash contact us. And then you can leave us a comment there or on the YouTube video when it goes live for this. But other than that, guys, I'll catch you guys in the next one. See ya. Good night.